Have you ever thought about that? Like when people die on their bikes, like RIP, but can people tell what podcast they were listening to when they died? I think about that sometimes. I know that's morbid. Welcome to Landline Podcast. I'm a professional voiceover artist that Alex could never have actually gotten unless I was his friend from 10 years ago. Hey, Australia, I see you out there. I see you filling up my listens category and my statistics on SoundCloud. And I see you getting there because you're Googling an actually successful show called Landline that's about agriculture in Australia. Excellent. Come on down. I need an Australian to call country code plus one five zero three eight nine four eighty four eighty. Enjoy the show. Hello. Hi. Sarah. Hi. You're on the podcast. Great. I'm playing the guitar. Is this my musical debut? Yeah. There are 11 people listening, and none of them are paying any money. So take it away, Sarah. <laughs> well, I just played Linger by the Cranberries, and now we're on to <laughs> Down by the River by Neil Young, or if you're in my party, the Indigo Girls. So what do you... If you're in your party, like, if you're at like, that party right now, everyone thinks it's... No, meaning if you're in the sisterhood. Gotcha. Prefer that version. So what is your... Is, is I assume that the Cranberry song is your best one, and that's why you started out with it? Because you kind of go to your strengths, or do you have, like, a, a set closer that you're warming up to? Um, I actually am practicing the Cranberries song because I'm... I think it's my worst one. Wow. So I'm... So hard on yourself. My, yeah, and I don't like to call them weaknesses. I'm calling them opportunities. So I'm working on my my opportunity tonight. All right. Well, I don't need you to. I don't need to put you on the spot. Um, I feel like we're at an all time low with landline. I just listened to all the messages from the last six weeks, and it was like three credit card advertisements and one call from Saul and like sixteen hang ups. So. I mean, should Landline continue? Does it deserve to, to leave a life longer than the one it has? Absolutely. I mean, I look forward to it pretty much as much as I look forward to seeing my son in the morning, his beautiful smiling face. Yeah, right. Um, I think it just keeps me grounded. Um, I think it's such an important thing to talk about like right i mean you i just if you pay attention to how many people are not looking up when they're walking um it's really it's the perfect time to talk about ways that we can better connect to one another in general and it helps me personally alex feel like connected not only to and um kind of the way that we grew up but uh it just it reminds me that there are people out there that hate technology as much as I do sometimes and um, not hate technology, but, you know, feel it's important to look one another in the eye when we're passing one another on the street and say hello. That's so nice. 
Is is my sister right there? Uh, sorry, we're no. Making, my, we're making Angela into an Instagram star. <laughs> All right. Well, can I just tell you guys a quick story because I need a little bit of my own mental health help? Yes, please. Am I on speaker? I like to be on speaker, even if there's on, only one person. Phone is like F. So do you want to call back on Sarah's? Um, can you not hear me that well? All you have to do is listen. Okay, we'll listen. We hear you. We hear you. All right, so I lost my wallet again yesterday. Alex! And, Sarah, just to give you a little bit of background, I lost my wallet in Nantucket three weeks ago, and I've lost my wallet so many times, and it's a very embarrassing thing for me. It really, like, triggers a lot of aspects of my own insecurity around not being able to grow up and organize myself. I always feel behind. My, you know, my room's always messy. There's always more dishes to do. You know, you actually, Sarah, were someone who told me, and I'm going to blame you now for enabling me to live in such a life. You said that the best entrepreneurs, when you went into their offices, they're just completely, like, full of shit, and it's all disorganized. And so that's been an excuse for me to just never – I mean, I'm half joking, but never get organized. But anyways, I lost my wallet in Nantucket. Because Nantucket is full of people who don't need money and, and fancy themselves responsible, and even the landscapers make enough money that they don't need someone's wallet, it was returned to the police station, and I was able to retrieve it the next day with my tail between my legs. And I returned to Portland and realized that my mother had given me for Christmas this year in my stocking this thing called Tile, and I'm going to play the sound for you now. And it's like a little square credit card that you put in your wallet and it has a Bluetooth signal that sends to your phone so that you can find out where your wallet is when it's lost. And because of the desk situation that I described at ad nauseum 30 seconds ago, I just had this Christmas present buried between like a, a bunch of sh podcast shit ideas, like including a Christian hangout handout I got at the mall and like an old copy of Swank that I bought at a um, thrift store a couple of months ago. So I'm like, okay, I got to set this thing up. And so I set it up. I, li I link it to my, my keys. I link it to my wallet. And I've got this thing. And I didn't do it until two days ago. We go running in the woods yesterday. And I'm changing from my J. Crew chinos into my Babson athletic shorts to go on a loop in the uh, Forest Park. And we've got the kid in the push-ahead stroller, and Anna's all... Oh, there's Tile making another sound. We're all ready to go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm in a rush. I'm changing in the parking lot, and I, I'm in a rush, and I, like, strip my pants off right there and shove them in the back of the car, and we go on this, like, pathetic little two-mile run with the kid. It's such yuppies, just trying to lose a couple pounds in this life that is constantly disorganized. So anyways, get back into the car, go home, and I'm supposed to go out and get us a bottle of wine to drink, and I can't find my wallet, and I'm like, oh, it's upstairs, blah, 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 and then I was like, shit, I really can't find it, so I pull my phone out, and long story long, it's in North Portland under a bridge near a park, and I drive up there, and it's basically at like a village of tweakers. <coughs> What's a tweaker? Like a meth head. A mess head. Oh, no wonder I don't know what it is. So now I, I have this fucking technology in my wallet who shows me where it's lost. I finally put it in there. I lose my wallet two days afterwards. 
And now what am I supposed to do? I can't go knocking on like tents at the tweaker camp asking if anyone has seen a lost wallet. Why not? Because they'll like knife me or I don't know. Like what what are they going to say? Like, oh, yes, sir, we found your wallet. Are you Alexander McKay with a Massachusetts license with a mustache on it? Oh, we're so happy you came by. We were just waiting to return this to you. So what did you, okay, what did you do? I didn't do anything. I drove around in a rage. I found a cop. I told him. He said he would go look for it. Apparently he did. He didn't find it. I canceled all my credit cards, and I've been, like, completely embarrassed and angry for the last two days. How do I keep losing things? It's not like... Okay, well, I can tell you a better story. Um about how having a baby changes your brain. And I'm sure there's some secondhand brain changes that take place with the partner because since having Payson, I can't remember anything to the point where I actually drove away from a gas station while the gas was still filling up my car because I was eating a donut and thinking about how delicious it was. So I don't think, I think having... <laughs> Great time for you to pee, for me to pee, for the cat to pee, and for us to listen to some of the voicemails feature this week. Always a favorite. John Lucy, the constitutionalist enigma. Full family show here. Next voice message sent Saturday, August 18th. 11.22 on the uh, way east coast here in Orlando, Florida. Big half moon sitting over the pool. Cheetos and tonic with a lime. Really enjoying all of the humidity and the bugs. And something that flew past me. I thought it was a bat, but it was some sort of insect. It was amazing how big it was. I'm realizing that uh, I see the attraction. I think it's pretty nice, actually. It's not smoky here. It's not cold here. Um, people are well-behaved. The chlorine from the pool smells good. Palm trees. Uh, the BMW I'm rolling around in is performing at maximum capacity. It's doing a really good job. Gin and tonic, vodka tonics, everything's going good. Um, yeah, so yeah, I we took a trip to Walmart Superstore. Number one, it was the closest of three within six miles of us. It took about 14 minutes to drive two and a half miles to get there, but uh, it was like going to another country. It was amazing. I can see why uh, uh, America is changing. I don't know if it's Trump's America, really, like people think, but uh, America is, uh, you know, my eyes are opening up, and I like it. It's good. It's a colorful uh, pastiche, uh, complete quilt of... Uh, People. I met a lady from Venezuela today. We'll get into that later, but uh, she's been here eight weeks, and she is fucking thankful to be here in America. I know I cursed. I'm sorry for the landline. But, uh, yeah, Wyndham Lake Buena Vista. We're going to go to a uh, Wyndham uh, sales pitch tomorrow. They're going to 100 bucks to go sit for an hour and breakfast. So we're going to do that. Maybe I'll own a condo here in uh, Lake Buena Vista next time I talk to you. I hope, I hope you're well. We've uh, figured out the fast past Disney uh, application on our smartphones, so we're going to hit the Pirates of the Caribbean, 
the Haunted Mansion and Space Mountain tomorrow. We'll be uh, just fried by the sun. Uh, I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Au revoir. Landline. No. This is bad. All right. Do you have to hang up? No, it's okay. I mean, I short spurts is the new landline. New landline is short spurts. I just, just finish. I, why are you giving yourself such a hard time about? I mean, you lost your wallet. It happened. You have a really bad habit of it. Okay. Yeah, but if you, if you like if you stubbed your toe on the same door every every morning for a week straight, you would tell yourself like, okay, I need to like I mean, tune into this. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you have to make a conscious, like, change in how you, how you live your, I guess, how, how you, how you deal with your wallet. I'm sorry, the cat literally just on everything. I'm a little. All right, well, um, can, can you just answer how a disorganized person becomes organized? Like, I always am going too fast. I always forget things. It's not just forgetting them or losing them or breaking them. It's just like it's never my mind is always in a different place. Listen, you have to make conscious decisions, conscious choices to change then. So unfortunately, when you get up in the morning, it's fine. I don't really care. When you get up in no, it's fine. When you get up in the morning, you ha- you're going to have to go through a checklist just like you you taught yourself how to brush your teeth every morning. You just have to make changes. Or like let's say you were trying to cut out sugar. You just stopped eating sugar. It's a discipline and habit thing. So if you... Um, if- ridiculous and stupid, but basically now what the ritual I would start making for myself is every time now I I would take my wallet out of my pants every time I walked into the door and I would put it in a certain place. And when I left, I would put it back. And then if I was going to go on a run, like you make your wallet the central focus of all your activities for one week and see if that helps you to get into a habit. I thought I did that. Like I thought I was being such a good person by installing the tile and I had been putting it in the basket and then I I just I wanted to bring it with me because that's what a responsible person does and it was just that moment in the car where I just took my pants off and then it fell out on the ground or something okay but you so you did make a progressive step in that you found you had the tile and you you utilize the tile and you at least know where it is if you had to you could go and pick it up no well I mean I went over there and like talk to a guy with neck tattoos and and with no shirt on and then like this couple with a baby who was smoking i mean like i can't go pick it up it's like beyond my comfort zone to retrieve the wallet i know but at least you're not that it's right but it, at least it's one further step to the last time you lost it where you didn't have a tile that's all i'm saying that's a progressive step i just wonder if we're if i'm losing my mind i that in terms of feeling organized like i know that people will roll their eyes but this is what the podcast and this is sort of what i'm really trying to drill down on in life is how could we ever pay attention to where things are or 
what's ahead of us if we're just constantly distracted with stuff. I'm just I'm I'm like I am so angry about technology, but I'm so addicted to it. And I, I just I can't I can't like escape it. Like I know, you know, my phone goes into the bathroom with me and like I'm texting when driving. I'm doing everything that I hate about everything that I, I preach. It's how do you live in this life? You can't you either have to become a farmer or like a, a Ted Kaczynski. How do you exist in society in some moderation with this with this shit? Like other people don't even have cash in their wallet. They just have like a little they have like they pay with their phone. That's their solution. They have Apple Pay and they have like one of those stupid Otterbox things with like credit cards on their phone. And I'm such a rejectionist that I get stuck in the middle. I want to have some sort of like pocket watch and, you know, wallet on a chain situation. And yet I end up just like checking ESPN.com when I'm driving around and then the wallet drops out of the door onto the street because I'm like not paying attention. Yeah. I think my question is always, how can we use technology to free up more time to do the things we love? And do you feel like you have that? Like, are you are you on top of that? Not at all, but I'm working on it. And I think, um, I think it can like support. It can it can like su- better support our what we really love to do. Like, what ways can it support us rather than work against us? Like, okay, yeah, I do think that everyone should get off of social media. Like, why are people on it? It's, it's Candy Crush. But it has no, that has nothing to do with you losing your wallet. I'm sorry, but I kind of think you're you're making a different thing. Yeah. You're talking about organizations being an adult losing your wallet. That is a separate, for me, that is a separate, that's separate than anything involved in social media. So it sounds like you're very upset. I wish you weren't upset about your wallet. So why don't you, what are some steps you can take? Because it really affects you. You've got to figure out a ritual in order to check it. All right. Well, I, I think you're I think you're right about that. But can you at least give me the somewhat of a benefit of a doubt that it it does seem more difficult to navigate the list of challenges we have as adults than we perceived what was going to be there because of the rise of constant communication and information you don't think that that's true phoebe you think that that's just like me trying to connect two different dots that don't go together the fact that i am constantly thinking about so many different things right and that goes back to my sort of point which is we all have a certain amount of hours during the waking hours right we all right. have the same amount of waking hours, and it's how are we kind of prioritizing those hours to do the things that we love. Like, okay, what I'm really talking about is boundaries, which is something I'm working on right now. Like, how do we create more boundaries with this stuff? If you're accessible all day, every day, and your brain is just full of a bunch of shit because of that, um, how do we create more boundaries? We're trying that in our house. Like, okay, no phones after five, or whatever it is for your family, but... With great boundaries comes great freedom. So what boundaries are we creating so we're not accessible all the time, so we're not plugged in all the time? And, like, then our brains will work better, and we'll be able to create better habits. Like, yeah. he's right about brain science. It's brain stuff, Alex. Don't get frustrated. You're not this type of person or that type of person. You've just wired your brain to do certain things. It's all science. So 
how do you rewire your brain to do something different? And you have to start really small because you can only focus on like one to two changes. I mean, I know that as a personal trainer. If you try to change the diet and the workout, it's not going to happen. So what's one small routine you can create around having your wallet? One day a week, you do something that involves making sure your wallet's with you all day long. Like going to a strip club, taking out 100 ones and knowing I get to go to a strip club at the end. <laughs> Amen, brother. And then, then you build off that tiny habit. Yeah, and discipline is right there, right? You could like, I mean, the thing you're talking about with five o'clock phones off—that's all about. Anyone can break that any time because they are the arbiter of whether or not they follow it, and it all goes back to self-discipline. And I feel as if I don't have a ton, so. Well, oh. you do. We all only can change so many things. You can only make, I think, three decisions in a day. Like everything else, else is already pre-programmed. You can only choose three things. And that's why so many people are, like, overwhelmed because their brains are completely overworking. Yeah, it sucks. And you say, what do I want to do on my waking hours? I feel like I'm spending most of my time doing things I don't care about. And how are we supposed to make money and do what we care about if everything that makes money is technology? I mean, think about you train, you train people and that's what they pay you for. But how much time do you have to like email them back and forth and work on your website and think about what like newsletter you're going to send out around all that bullshit? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a lot. I'm trying to do a better job of it. Um, I actually changed my model this year where I basically sign people up for six months or a year with me. They pay me all the money up front. And they decide if they're committed to really doing a lifestyle change or not. Like, I'm not working with the That's hourly drop-in-and-out people anymore. And that was just my decision. I felt like it wasn't helpful for them, and it wasn't making me feel like I was making a difference. All right. Well, that's a really positive note to, to end on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there because that's a cool idea. And um, I think, again, short stints of landline phone calls are what I want to do in, in landline 7.0. Great. Well, I'm on my hands and knees cleaning cat pee off the floor. So I'll leave on that note. And um, love you, Alex. And please keep the landline around. All right. I love you. Thanks for being a great listener. Get a landline and I'll call you on it. Landline. Message saved. Next voice message sent Saturday, August 18th. I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but one thing I really appreciate the way I feel right now is like this greasy, humid, full feeling. You can feel the air. It's really cool because I grew up in this and I loathed it, and then I moved to the desert to escape it. But being back kind of feels embryonic almost. It's a really good loud cicada feeling, Spanish moss and all that. So anyway, I don't know if anybody's interested in that, but that's something I just wanted to let you know how I feel is that like thick air makes you move faster. It's cool. I love you guys. Take care, Homer. Goodbye. End of message. To erase this message, press 7. To save it, press 9. Message saved. Next voice message sent Monday, August 20th. Hey, landline. 
It's your uh, field reporter reporting in from Orlando, Florida. It's 88 degrees, <clears throat> beautiful. Uh, we've had an amazing trip here so far. Some really funny things have happened to us since um, <laughs> I checked in last. I, I started to call yesterday, but then you guys had to run. But uh, yeah, everything from timeshare shenanigans to um, body condom for sale at Disney to beat the rain. It's, it's fun. I, I hope you guys are well. I'm going to Disney Springs here to uh, try and find some edible food. We love you guys and miss you. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be here. <laughs> we should talk sometime. Have a great day. Bye. Landline. Alex. Yes. I love you, and I don't really like when you get upset. So what are you – you sound very upset. I'm like – half truly upset i'm embarrassed i'm not i mean i'm not like upset like i'm gonna do a suicide bomb on the yard sale that's been going on next to my house for two and a half days and is now just turning into a giant free pile um i'm not that upset i just i can't believe it i'm embarrassed i'm i I can't believe that i went here's the thing that i haven't said is that i went through all the stages of anger assessment resolve and like taking a new step forward after I lost it three weeks ago and then I just lost it again it's like imagine telling you know someone you're never going to cheat on them again and then like waking up to find out that you cheated on them and you didn't even do anything the night before no I get it it but this one at least seems like it was just you were excited and you kind of threw the you know at least you were in a contained area and you just threw off the, the pants but but if it had my passport in it or if it had like $35,000 in it or if it had a diamond in it or an engagement ring or, you know, fat sack of cocaine, I wouldn't have lost the wallet. It's it's like I need to start putting more value into the wallet. Okay. So then instead of talking about it, do it. All right. Thanks for the information. Well, now are you mad? No, I'm not mad. This is great. Um, I mean, I'm frustrated at myself. I'm embarrassed about it. And I wish that I, 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 I'm not good at focusing on the fact that I can change things. I am more focusing on the fact that let's say I did actually do a better job with my wallet. It would be one of 65 things in my life that I feel like I could lose sort of metaphorically any day. Um, because it it's just it, it's like tail chasing there's a lot of tail chasing going on and i think having a child is one of those things i think that li- working on my own versus in an office in my house is one of those things but i just i'm not good at setting boundaries i'm not good at compartmentalizing my different tasks i start 50 things and finish 30 of them instead of finishing 35 but finishing each one incrementally as i go along and you know, that's why I think making pizzas or um, any of those jobs I had back in the day were good for me because you it was a physical thing that you had to finish before you could start the next one. And the comp- okay, so, so because you're thinking so globally, is there something tangible? You can continue thinking globally and largely about all these things, but is there something tangible this week that you can focus on shifting that will make you feel accomplished? Yeah, I think maybe finishing one thing at a time at work. Okay. So, like, as they say in yoga, set your intention. 
and don't add any uh, anything to that intention. That's what like set that intention for tomorrow. Landline. All right, let's check in with the scammers. Scam Jam is next. Brian, we need the voiceovers. Hello. Hi. This is the alert system with Visa MasterCard account services with important changes to your account before the next billing cycle. If you received your new rates by mail and wish not to be contacted, press 3. Congratulations on your excellent payment history. You now qualify for a 0% interest rate on all your credit card accounts. This is a limited time offer and you must respond immediately. Press 1 now to speak to our qualification department and complete the enrollment process. Please hold while we transfer your call to one of our agents. Your call is very important to us. Please stay on the line and you'll be transferred to the next available agent. Thanks for holding our line credit card services. Sir. How are you doing today? Good. I don't believe that you're actually credit card services. Why you don't believe it, sir? Um, because... A what bank bank would never call me and ask me over the phone. Thank you for not providing the rates. You are an educated man, sir. I'm a white man? Educated man. They always charging a high interest rate, and they make money out of you from you guys, sir. So where are you calling from? Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, nice. How's the weather down there today? Sexy weather today. Cloudy. Wow, cloudy in Phoenix, huh? Is it hot? You are right. I'm right about what? About the weather. <laughs> That's great. So what can I do for you? I better find me the credit card number. Oh, so you want me to just give you your credit card, my credit card number over the phone? You're right, sir. This is the recorded lines by the FCCA. Oh, who are they? Federal Credit Bureau Commission, sir. Uh-huh. So, how have your sales been today? Now you are wasting our time. Thank you. Now it's time for everyone's final bit. Significant bother. With Anna. Go ahead, Anna. How was the episode? Oh, man. I am so stoked to hear a fresh new voice. Is that Canadian? Is stoked? I'm so stoked, eh? To hear my friend from up north. Sarah, cousin Sarah, so good to hear you, girlfriend. Um, and I think that was a pivotal conversation, however brief it may have been, in getting to the heart of the matter. You said something really poignant in your conversation with Sarah and Phoebe, where you identified that there was just too much going on in your mind. I thought when you described checking ESPN scores while you were driving, it's really indicating that there is an issue there. You can't turn your head to the side. You have to look at the mic. Forget about talking to me. Talk to the... Talk to the... I want to look at you and talk to you, though. So... Talk to the hundreds... How can we make that happen? Talk to the hundreds of people in Australia who listen to Landline because there's a nationally televised show called Landline that they've been Googling. All right. Well... All that aside, this is a question to you, history major. What was going on in 1750 worldwide? 
1750, there was, um, it was like post-Puritan settlement in the New World. There was a, a land grab in the New World of colonialists, and there was probably spice trade and the precursor to a more efficient slave trade, triangle trade going on. People were taking boats to the near and far east, and, you know, people were dying at 58 of plague probably more like 38 honestly i don't know all right well step onto the scene jean-jacques rousseau i just want to lay a little information on you courtesy of wikipedia a website i donate to every year just okay, so the landline fair. F- listeners understand so essentially Rousseau's take on things is that humans are happier in their quote-unquote natural goodness than those corrupted by society. According to him, our gradual evolution out of the nature state, which has elements of a non-destructive love of yourself, is replaced by what he calls a more propra, or a self-love driven by pride and jealousy of fellow man. But basically, the thesis is that modern man lives, quote, always outside himself. How do you feel about that information 300 years later? It's constant. It's a constant. Does it, like, feel weird to know that this is something humans have been grappling with forever and that perhaps the lens of technology is just another iteration of a force that pulls us outside of the pursuit of pure happiness. I do think it would be a good bit if every time you did one of these criticisms, you brought a new element to try to turn landline podcast off for good, because it's like we're (laughs) trial trying to get through a quest towards enlightenment so that I can find contentment around technology. And it sounds like this is your fight this time. Bring a new fight every every week. That would Listen, be hilarious. Listen, man is born free and everywhere he is in chains. And so you're, but what is your take? What, what, what do you want my takeaway to be? I want you to say, whoa, like the way I feel now is a human condition or at least a documented human experience. And so what am I going to like, is it really about technology or is it about just the experience of being a human? Well, if it's not about technology, then where are we at? If I were to say that, oh, my gosh, my mind has suddenly exploded with Rousseau and, and you're right, this is all just a condition of my condition. Does that mean I'm going to like go to that new fuckbot museum in rome that just opened where the it's a sex robot like lifelike sex bots are now in a brothel in rome and the list of people who want to go is so long you can't even get on it it's like harder than like you know most of the country clubs around cape cod and the islands (laughs) i love that that's the the counterpoint to exclusivity for you, but point taken. Okay, fair. Um, no, I, but I i mean, I don't want you to shut up about it. I just want to know, yes, this is the human condition. People are sheep. All right. And techno- people are bird dogs, and technology is the new scent that they all have, and they're too stupid to know which way they're running because they think that the bird is going this way. I think what is interesting to me is that the, the stupidity with which this scent 
shows itself constantly is is forgotten pretty regularly by the large crowds, meaning that there aren't back to my main point about landline I've made over and over again. How is it that 99.9% of people have smartphones? If it was 70%, it would be a lot of people. It's everybody. There was, it's no one, not less people have cars, less people have, you know, sex robots, less people have all the stuff. But anyways, I digress. All right, fair. So here is a concept. Landline listeners, call in. Give give me your feedback on this challenge. 503-894-8480. Um What if I said to Alex, okay, here is a challenge for the week to potentially help you specifically in regards to this feeling of like, okay, I'm keeping track of too many things. And as a result of that, I've lost my wallet. Although losing the wallet is a metaphor for any number of things that I'm not going to get into because it's too petty for significant bother. But it's out there, right? That segment's called Significant Bitch. (laughs) And you do not want to be here for that. Let me tell you, folks. Okay, so my... My challenge for you this week, Alex McKay, is to meditate. Ugh. I know. Do I have to like go burn a bunch of gas? To I don't the know. Center I think that's in the center of the tea room and have I everyone think you sign need to in. Download the app. The only way. Oh my god! Come on, you got to be kidding me! You've got <laughs> to be kidding me! I I, I want my brain scientist cousin to come in and let me know that you know what what this would be helpful. I loved how Sarah said stop. I love how Sarah said, Alex, it's not your fault. It's your brain. It's brain science. No, none of us are thriving right now. This is potentially a tool to help you curb your unsavory behavior patterns that you've called out in yourself yeah but Rousseau, but Rousseau was doing his own version of landline in 1750 and I want to be Rousseau I don't Rousseau didn't go and meditate and say yes I've found consciousness and then like just enjoy good meals until the day he died he complained about whatever the situation was while it was going on and I'm sorry but like I hope someone crashes their car tomorrow downloading the meditation app while they're in traffic because that's what they Have deserve. you ever thought about that like when people die on their bikes like RIP but can people tell what podcast they were listening to when they died? I think about that sometimes. That's I know heady. that's morbid. It doesn't matter people die. People are dying right now. I mean, yeah. we're all going to die, but the 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 okay. Meditate so but Here's the thing. If I solve all these problems I complain about, there will be no podcast. All right. Well, but that is something that is if you want to know the true psychosis I'm dealing with. That's what I think about when when I have a big sigh and I'm like ugh to myself in the car seat next to you. And you say what? And you ask if it's because of my fantasy football draft or you know whether or not work is going well or how somebody from my family called and I didn't call them back the answer is I'm thinking about whether to never landline again or only landline like this idea of I I have six friends that I'm in a fight with right now about text messages that I want to call and turn the like hashing out of that problem into a landline but once again 
that is really exposing myself in a way on the internet that is directly the opposite of what I'm trying to stand against. So what do you say, listeners? I, I say he should lean the fuck in and call those guys and, and put it on a landline. Okay. I think you should keep coming, trying to snuff landline out every week. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's another snuff thought that you can edit out if you want. No, go ahead. All right. So I was watching the local news as you were putting our baby to bed tonight and I was also watching the local news while I put our baby to bed. Oh, interesting. So maybe you saw this. But anyway, there was a what is it called when you a throw to or whatever they threw to Gary on the bridge between Oregon and Washington where the hands across the bridge for recovery was happening. And it was all these like obviously like folks that had lived a challenging life they listened to my first episode of season seven and they were trying to recover they were in recovery and my initial thought was recovery from what and obviously okay drugs and alcohol but is there a future where there is like digital addicts anonymous does that exist already sure definitely and like what will the recovery culture be like you know the everyone saying the the saint francis prayer or whatever and saying hi my name is alex and i'm a digital addict there like, probably already is that we should find Gabe? out about it is there that <laughs> he He's, would know he would google it and find out and how about this for a headline and everyone should be googling going to newyorkpost.com on their iphones every day because it shows kind of a, the other side of the world that i assume they're look, looking at a kid died last night in new york city Climbing on his fire escape to get his phone out of his locked bedroom. He fell off and died because he was trying to get his iPhone out of his locked bedroom. So it's awful, but that person needed to go to the addiction. All right. We'll wrap up this um, significant bother because we're going to do another six minutes on a couple of topics here before the end of the show. But do you want to just bookend significant bother here? Um, Love. I'm sure I'm possible. Um, partial, but I love hearing from um, John Lucy in Orlando, Florida. John, it was very sweet to like hear you just percolating in the humidity, and I think it's good for you. And I hope you did get a timeshare. I'd come visit. I would too. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on and doing significant bother. Now, do you want to just do a, a, a tiny little annex while we're here? Sure. I think we could potentially tease out our vision for the annex annexes of the future okay cool so Anna and I had a talk we used to do the movie annex but we can't go to the movies anymore because we have a baby and it's too expensive to get a babysitter and go to the movies not because we can't go on a date every once in a while and pay for a babysitter but because at the end of a $300 night you hope you just didn't see movies and eat popcorn and drink soda and then complain about it. So we decided to basically annex more than just one iteration of an Americana experience. So there's movies, there's roller rinks, there's county fairs, there's pie eating contests, there's the crawfish festival that we went to. And this weekend we went to a pancake breakfast at an airfield where all these amateur pilots flew in in their single engine ultra light or or you know whatever just experimental aircraft and ate a bunch of monsanto pancakes and sausage and eggs and grits and then flew away back to 
Brisbane Island or whatever it's called. So Bellingham. Um, so we're going to talk about that in an episode. But that's how the annex goes forward. And I can hear my Monsanto monotone. So let's get out of that. But this afternoon, Labor Day, we went to the Washington Park and the Rose Garden in Portland, Oregon, just to get a little cool tour with our son and our dog. And there are a couple of things. Let's just do a let's do a kind of a rapid fire. Yeah, round let's robin. Let's do it. Okay. Here's what I've got. First of all, tell a story about the doorbell next door. Ugh. Okay, so you have two minutes. A bird feeder was hanging from our eaves, and I had to borrow my neighbor's telescoping ladder to put it there. Unfortunately, after a f- season of birds landing on it (laughs) it fell off (laughs) and so i needed to get the ladder back out to rehang it by the way quick interruption bird feeder equals landline why does this matter bird a bird feeder get a bird feeder people oh my god it's so rad i love it okay anyway fred it really he really is his own podcast and i'm going to let alex steer the ship on how deep we'll get into fred our neighbor but he's got all the tools we all have a fred i went over and rang his ring doorbell or whatever the fuck it is and it's like bang gong and it's just like this little blue light and I like your vagina there. is too wide to enter. <laughs> I was like, OK, well, who the fuck are you to say that? Anyway, the um, I just walked away because obviously no one was home and I was like, oh, God, what does that thing do anyway? And I resumed my day. This is a smart doorbell for those who haven't picked up on it. OK, so Al can take the story from here because honestly, I wasn't a part of the next leg of it all right basically well no you were because you said oh there's a smart doorbell and you knew it and now he's gonna know i came over and sure enough two hours later i told you he was out when he went over there you went over anyways he comes over knocks on the door the dog goes nuts the baby's sleeping i come to the door it's fred and he says hey anna came over earlier what did she need And I didn't say, how did you know that? Because I was just trying to get through the entire interaction without having him know that I knew about his ring doorbell. And then I judged it because we needed his giant ladder. So I said, oh, yeah, she wants to borrow a ladder. I'll be over in a second. I came over and he wanted to exchange phone numbers, which was fine. I gave him yours. So that works out well for me. But while he was keying in your number to my phone, he was like, yeah, so we've got this doorbell and let me just show you how it works. And he pulled up the video of you approaching his door oh God. and ringing it and then turning around and leaving. And like, you know, I didn't want to like jack off right there with him looking. So I just like both of you at once <laughs> So together. I said, can you text me that video? My wife in chinos and, <laughs> it, and a dirty tank top walking up to your doorbell with giant sunglasses on. So anyways, <laughs> the point is this. He doesn't get that signal until 30 seconds after you come. So if we want to bash his fucking windows in and steal all his shit, I think we've got a, win- a window open, so to speak. Yeah, it's 30-second lag time. Wow. So now, what's the takeaway? You are you said you never want to ring his doorbell again. Okay, so this is an anti-landline technology is all. I'm not sure. I want to like call back to Sarah's comment that there must be some redeeming technology that makes our lives better. This is not that. This is destroying 
neighborly vibes, essentially. Like, if I'm like, I need to borrow a cup of sugar, I am less likely to go to a house that's going to videotape me walking up to it. And, you know, John Lucy might come in and say, hey, man, that's my property and I can videotape you if I want when you walk up to it. But what the hell? Like, it just feels too Orwellian. I don't want, I I just wanted to see your face and talk to your face. I don't want to, like, have, you know, some sort of J-Lo, Jennifer Lawrence, like, photo scandal of me, like, ringing doorbells. Like, J-Law. J-Law. You know, like, it's. Talk about women's rights. Like, give me that fucking video back. I don't want to be in your phone, dude. Yeah, you're right. You are in his phone now. I'm in his phone now. All right, so that was that. Anyways, I know some of our listeners have one of those doorbells, and you disgust me. Um, Moving on, we went to the park. Three quick things. Number one, people are calling bees. No, excuse me. Number one. People are calling Yellow Jackets bees. There's a story in the giveaway paper in Portland right now, like Yellow Jackets are the new infestation. And we've gone camping a few times and Yellow Jackets have like informed how much fun we've had because of a kid getting stung and a couple being very scared of them or whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is this. Bees are in charge of pollinating our food and they don't sting. Yellow Jackets. They sting. They don't outwardly look for things to sting. Okay. Yellow Sorry. jackets are a pest and a parasite. And if it, what? You're, I think they're a pollinator as well. They're, but not. they're not. Yellow bees. jackets are not a pollinator. What do they do? They are a, a you know whatever the word is a, a bloodsucker. They're a parasite. They're a predator. They're a wasp. They're just they're not. So just don't call bees yellow jackets and vice versa. Don't call yellow jackets bees. They're not. All right. I, I, why do you? Why do we care? Because that's so landline. Like bees take pollen from plants and put it in other plants, and we get food because of it. Let's remember who, what bees we want before we just, just like blowtorch all of the buzzing insects within five hundred miles of our home. Also, my high school mascot, the James Monroe Yellow Jackets. Wahoo wah. Um, and then the other thing is, we saw some people playing tennis up at the park which was nice that was sort of a landline moment my flies down and that's a landline moment very down and the issue i had with that is that the like russian woman playing tennis not only did she stink she had one wireless ipod earbud what are the air you knew what they were you like air, said air, it. air bud air bud she had one air bud in her ear like in case someone called her for an Uber or like what was going on there? I didn't see it, Just but it if, sounds fucked. I, I, I am completely op- opposed to earbuds. Um, we don't need to like make smart technology that becomes part of our body. That Stand up against it. And then the last thing is someone said, I don't want him using our nest when we walked by them. Or I don't want him doing that. I want him to be using the nest. And I just realized that nest... As a callback to your doorbell story, a nest refers to more than like a place that snakes and birds live now. It's like a, cons- rats. a consumer product that Amazon bought for $800 million. It's also where the electric scooters go to recharge at night. 
So let's just try to name things that are important for our biodynamic ecosystem, one thing, and name like electronic, digital, consumer, data-driven products, something else. Well, it does remind me that there was a recent kerfuffle in the Overlook neighborhood, which is where we live, because someone captured some nefarious fire starting activity on the hillside with their nest. And by the way, starting a fire in an urban neighborhood is very landline. <laughs> it's very landline. All right. So with that, we're just going to wrap it up. I have one question for the audience out there. As our next annex, should Alex and Anna go to the Spirit Mountain Casino and try out for the amazing race this Saturday? Wow. Where did you go? How'd you hear about that? Well, it was on Jeopardy during the commercials. Amazing race, landline or not? I mean, have you ever seen it? Do you think your SIM cards work overseas? They're not using iPhones to do that stuff, are no, they? No. They get a map. It's all like maps and like internet cafes and shit with keyboards from France. Remember the last time we went to a casino for you to try out for a reality show? Yeah, it was Spirit Mountain Casino, wasn't it? No, it was the one. It was the one on the ocean. But you tried it for Survivor. Did you ever get a call back for that? No. All right. Well, we, we're all happy that you did that. It was the second time I had tried out, too. Wait, I just want you to hear something. Okay. What's the sound Alex's dick makes <laughs> when he's happy? <laughs> That's it. My dick's happy. It's the end of the podcast. Bye, guys. Ishii, we love you. All right. Bye, Ishii, we love you. Music by the Pitchfork Revolution out of Bend, Oregon. The best thing you can do to support the show is tell a friend.
You're listening to Landline. Hello? Oh, wait. I thought I was going to go to... Okay, call back, call back. I can't talk anyway. Call back, bye. Okay, okay.